T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it and I like his aggressiveness on it and the Bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mobile wrapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Good afternoon, everyone. I am the Bulldog. Glad to have you along on this Football Friday presented by Topps Market to score big savings and elevate your food game. We will have loads of football as we make our way through the afternoon here on the program. Uh, our own Nate Geary will be my guest at 4 o'clock. I don't know how we managed to book Nate. I mean, he's so hard to find. Uh, but we got him at 4. Our buddy Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus will be with us at 5. But you know something notable happened on the ice last night with the Sabres when we do this on any day, but especially on Football Friday. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's Paul Hamilton to lead off the show. I was worried, Paul, with my lack of attention to detail and the kind of runaway train that I can be, especially when I don't have a handler in here to <laughs> keep me in line, uh, that we'd start with football and I would never get, never get to the Sabres. So I wanted to get you in fresh right here uh, to get us rolling tonight. How are you this afternoon? Yeah, but- what was that I just listened to? I, I, you're not. It's bad form to drink while you're working, but I probably needed a case of beer to listen to that. And what, what was that? Uh, I think that that's what I would estimate like a 12 year old boy uh, reviewing rap songs on YouTube. <laughs> I, I think I, honestly, I'm not exactly sure either, uh, but I, 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 I think that's what that is. Oh, okay. I think that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you, well, it's you, been great, Bulldog. We'll talk to you. Have a good Christmas. We'll wow, see you. Jeez, I didn't mean to offend you. I just, wow. What, do you need a Shania Twain intro, or what the hell's exactly. your problem? Exactly. I need Shania. I don't, you, right. know, you know me. Well, or, or, or Miranda Lambert would have been fine. Yeah. What was that song I tried to play for you at the cottage? Little Red Wagon. Yeah, it was a little red. Yeah, okay. We'll need to find that and dig that up again for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and not do that. Um, so... <laughs> 
I, how did you how did you how did you take in last night? I mean, obviously it was a wild night, a weird night with, you know, of course the Leaf fans there on the heels of the 9 to 4 loss on Tuesday night, the Sabres hang 9 on the Maple Leafs and win 9 to 3. I read today, I think from Tim Graham, first team in 40 years to give up 9 and then score 9 themselves the following night. So it's been a while uh since someone pulled that off. I mean, teams very rarely score that many goals. Anyway, in a single game all year. Um, so to have it on back-to-back nights, your opponent and then you, uh, was notable. I, I, I would want to. I guess I might want to start here, and I don't mean to discredit the Sabers uh, by starting here. They ran into maybe the worst NHL goalie performance I've ever seen in my life from Samsonov. Uh, he was just a disaster. <laughs> yeah, the shot by. I mean, and maybe that's what the problem was: is he was expecting Tage Thompson to rip it. And he basically just flipped it under his glove, on the glove side. And maybe he was expecting a 100-mile-an-hour shot and got like a 60-mile-an-hour shot, and he, he couldn't wrap his head around it. I don't know. But, yeah, it wasn't um, probably the best night for either goaltender. I mean, uh, I thought Levi, two of the three he should have had. Yeah. Um, and Samson off at least two he should have had. We could probably go further. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I, I, I might want to. Yeah, but that happens too. I sure, mean, sure it does. Columbus scored nine, and both Lukanen and Levi had their problems in that one. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so if the other team scores nine, you can. It's almost guaranteed there are some goals the goaltender would have wanted back. Uh, that, that happened, and that certainly happened to Samson. Yeah, and then, no and then there certainly that. becomes a breaking point in the game where the team in front of the goalie is not doing them any favors at all, and it just you know it can snowball. I mean, we, it's just weird that we saw it on back-to-back nights happen to you know the Sabers themselves, and then to the team uh, the Sabers were playing. Um, so I don't know, Paul. Are they fixed now, or <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, I just. I, I don't know. I'm maybe the lead here is, and I don't know. You were in the room. I watched the post game, and I, I'm just not as familiar with all the voices as I used to be. I recognize you and Tim Graham and, and Mike Harrington, of course, uh, all these many years covering the team. Um, you know, Joe Yurden. I think I can pick out. Uh, but s- someone asked a very long question about their style of play near the end of Granado. I think it was near the end of Granado's post game presser. And the guy, the guy just went on and on about how they're playing and don't worry about defense and, you know, deal with the whatever, whatever comes up defensively as you go. And when he got done asking this long, I don't even know if it was a question, more of a statement, Granada just said, you nailed it and moved on. That might be the biggest development to come out of the game is that, um, you know, it, 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 if that's to be taken as, as the edict now that they've unleashed the hounds, so to speak, offensively. Yeah, that was Lance that uh, asked okay. that question. It was it was interesting too because then Tim Graham followed it up with, "Could you elaborate so we can quote you instead of Lance?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and it's it's we've been here how many times this year after the Boston game, after the Ranger game, after the Vegas game, after the other Toronto game, after the Colorado, you know, yeah, yeah, the whole 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 song here. So we've been here many many times before. And one thing, talking to the players before this game happened, after the Columbus game happened, I know Rasmus Dahlin on the pregame yesterday was pretty adamant of, we get too high with these wins. You know, we, we get full of ourselves kind of thing. And then, then it kind of blows up on you. 
they 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 have too much of a up and down you know in in the locker room they they really get up for a great big win yay all right we've got it and then the next thing next game they get slammed or you know they get really really down after a bad game you know and it sounds so simple but granado said today and he's so right he goes it doesn't matter if you give up 9 and lose 9 to 4 or if you win Nine to three, the next game starts at zero zero. <laughs> yeah, he said. So, you if you lost nine to four, you start at zero zero. The next game, you're even. So that's how you pick up. You pick up from there, and the same thing is tomorrow night. Yeah, the Sabers just you know blasted the Maple Leafs, but when they drop the puck, those nine goals are gone, and now it's zero zero again. And you have to do that work all over again. So I thought it was a pretty good analogy, really. It's a simple analogy, but I thought it was a pretty good one. Yeah. That that's how maybe you got to look at it. And I don't think that's the way these Sabres players look at it. And they know it. They know they're looking at it wrong. And that's one of the things they're trying to shore up is their mindset when it comes to that. Kyle Oposo said yesterday, I don't disagree with this, that they, they spend too much time letting noise get into the room. And he goes, we got to stop that. We've got to stop that. Yeah, and they're right. Whether you're a general manager, whether you're a coach, whether you're a player, what a fan, what I say, what you say, what any media or fan person say means nothing to you, should, should mean nothing to you. Um, you shouldn't even pay attention to it. I mean, you have a plan. The general manager has a plan. The minute he starts listening to the fans of the media, he should be fired that day. Same thing with a coach. If a coach, you know, this is what I believe in. This is what I want for a lineup. But people are pounding the table. Why aren't you playing this guy? And, why don't you, and you start listening to it, goodbye. You're gone. So I think that's, you know, what Kyle Oposo's point was is we got to stop listening to this stuff well, and bring it into our room. Yeah. They are a tight-knit group. There's no question about that. That's not a bunch of garbage. It's absolute truth. They are tight. They do things together. They like each other. They have each other's back. That was a big part of conversation, which I know we'll talk about. You know, that they had Don Granado's back in there. Rasmus Dahlin was mad. He was mad at what went on with Don Granado for two days after that loss. You know, so they, they have each other's back and that type of yep. stuff. But he's right. They've got to ignore the noise. Well, here, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really not trying to be difficult or pick a fight with you about this. Because um, I, I, like, I'm hearing you and I'm nodding. And you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the story this week in the NFL uh, with Tua Tagovailoa ta- saying, I ignore the noise, but I keep receipts. Like in the same conversation. Like, yeah, sure. Go. Yeah, I, I agree. They should. I, I would ignore me if I were them. I, and I don't say that to be funny. Mm-hmm. But the noise got them motivated to play for their coach. Right. Like the, it sounds to me like the noise helped the way they talked last night. They were they were offended that fans were chanting for Granado's head and that there was, you know, 72 or 48 hours of complaining about Granado uh, to an extent. And so here's what you get. We're going to come out here and absolutely curb stomp the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I don't know. I mean, it cuts both ways as far as I, I see it. You are right with you say there in this particular game, but it hasn't served them well for the season. Sure. You know, they're listening to whatever, whether it's the chatter on Twitter, 
the, the, the player I'm speaking of, and I'm not going to say his name, he's still in the NHL, but he's no longer with the Sabres. There's a player on the team who used to check Twitter in between periods <laughs> and then get all upset. And I can't even imagine. Like, yeah. You, you and yeah. I talked about this yesterday, right? Like, I don't even like to be on Twitter during football or hockey games. And, and, I, and like, like, we live there. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's where, like, I can't imagine being a player checking in in between periods. And I've heard that, and I heard that from different people in different venues that actually a couple of people that wouldn't even know each other um, that would know. I mean, that we're in the know yeah. for this. Well, and that's so that's, that's inviting the noise. I mean, in the middle of a game, in the between periods, you're checking Twitter to see who's saying what. And so that's that's the kind of thing that – and so I think it was more of a generalization, like – you know, people are talking about how bad we are yeah, defensively, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, all, all, right. people have been talking. You see it. You, you're here on Twitter. Um, it, that that's what I think the generalization is. But you are right. I mean, it did motivate them. Uh, Dowling was pure and simply not happy at all that his coach took the bullet. It's like, what? Why? Why is he taking the bullet? We're the ones playing, not him. He lays out the game plan, and then we go out and play like that. We don't follow it. He goes, that's on us. That is not on the head coach. And he, he was pretty upset about right. it. Right. Well, so the big Paul Hamplin on the Western Hotline with us as we get rolling here on uh, on the Friday before Christmas. Uh, the, so the, the thing I'm, I'm curious about is, like, was last night's game plan the don't worry about defense, just go play fast, like sort of from a year ago or two years ago, uh, and that's why we got that result? And is that supposed to be the game plan now moving forward? And... I know they haven't had their full – we even said last night on pregame, like this might be their first – This it was their first game with the lineup that they might have drawn up when – With their top know, six forwards. Right, before Jack Quinn got hurt. But with all that said, um, I'm, I'm worried they waited a little too long to get on the gas pedal, Paul, because, I mean, I know, I know playing the way they played last year comes with, you know, there are pitfalls to it. Um, but I, I think everything that's happened thus far has been self-inflicted. In other words, they've wanted to play a different way, weren't capable of doing it. It became demonstrated time and again that they could do it in spurts, and but now it sounds like we're sort of scrapping that and just going back to Firewagon. I think Granado, and you're right, I think why hadn't you done that earlier? And were you waiting for your top six to get back together, or I, or mm-hmm. thinking we they can't do it without the six, with the two lines being the way he wants them? Um, it's fire wagon hockey, but if it's done correctly, it's not ignore defense. Sure, it's what was last night, and I was chatting with a couple of people on uh, uh, my Twitter followers who was were talking about they thought the Sabers were really it was an awful defensive game. It was just because they went out and scored goals and. I couldn't disagree with that more. I, I thought they were excellent defensively, and that's what helped produce them mm-hmm. getting to their game quickly. I thought they were snuffing out plays. It wasn't perfect; never is going to be. But I thought that you know they were they were snuffing out plays. They were getting up ice fast. They had the pace that they wanted and that they had last year. Um, as as Darlene called it, they had that swagger when they had the puck, which he, he felt was missing this year. Where um, you know last year they like knew we were they, it's like okay we got the puck we're gonna go up and score mm-hmm. you know that that was the the mentality that they had and I haven't seen that mentality but I thought it, it, yeah they had given up three goals but they only gave up fifteen shots in the first two periods and Levi should have had two of those goals the first two he should have had 
especially the Matthews goal. And the only goal that, you know, you're not going to blame him on is the shorthanded two-on-one layup. And then after that, he buckled down and, you know, made the saves that he had to make. So, to me, they basically gave up one goal. The first two goals, it wasn't because of mistakes. It was goaltender missed it. And um, so I thought they, they really did well. Austin Matthews leads the NHL with 26 goals. His only shot was from the wall. It went in mm-hmm. as he spun and shot and put it through the legs of the goaltender. But that was that was his only shot. That's not on the defensive effort. They did what they were supposed to do. They pushed the leading goal scorer in the NHL to the wall. He's not supposed to score over there. And he happened to. But that was his only shot that he had the whole game. Uh, Marner didn't hurt them with shooting. Uh, Nylander did have shots. I watched, Paul, I watched every minute of this game, and I swear to God I forgot Marner played until you just said his name. Like I, I, just, I, did, I don't think I had noticed him once. But, but I just thought that I thought all six defensemen were good. Uh, you, you know what I said in the beginning of the year, that Clifton can't be playing 20 minutes? Well, since the Boston game, he has eight assists in eight games and has played, for the most part, very well defensively. I liked his game a lot last night, playing with power. I thought power was much, much better that, you know, the, defensively the way he played. They weren't making the huge errors that they had made before, and I thought it worked really, really well, and that allowed Eric Johnson to stop playing left defense. He played right defense with, with Ryan Johnson playing the left defense. And I, I thought it worked very well for them. And, you know, maybe now we'll see why they, they signed Clifton. The last eight games, I definitely see it, for the, as I said, for the most part. He's, not, he's never going to be perfect. None of them are. But uh, for the most part, and, and, you know, I talked to Granado about it today, and he goes, there are a couple things. He goes, I think that suspension threw him for a loop. He said, I think coming to a new team, uh, you know, he, he, oh, I'm the free agent guy. He put too much pressure on himself. And it got in his head. And finally, you know, he said the first Boston game at home, he didn't play well, and he wanted to play well against his old teammates. And he just got to the Boston game in Boston and said, that's it. I'm just going to play. I'm going to stop thinking, and I'm going to play. And he was, he was one of their best players against the Bruins in that 3-1 to one victory. And I, I think he's picked it up and gone since then. So, you know, that's that that's really helps to get him. And, you know, if you compare him with power and if – he wants to play like that for 19 minutes a game. I'm fine with it because, you know, the physical element is there with him, you know, that he's hard to play against. Yes, there are body checks, but as you know, I don't need body checks. I need players that are difficult to play against. I need players that the other team comes in and goes, I don't want to play against that guy. You know, he's going to be on me all night long. You know, that's the, you know, that's what I mean by being hard to sure, play against, yeah. and, and he is hard to play against. And since he's been playing better, I think we've seen more of it. So how, like, I don't know. The, I'm thinking how I want to phrase this. I, I, I hate to – nobody wants to give up on something the moment it actually does really change, right? Um, a lot of what you're hearing – um, after this game from them, to me, sounds you know like stuff we've heard after other good games. Like we know Absolutely. we can do it. We know right. So it's a little you know you feel a little bit like a chump if you're like oh okay well maybe they really mean it this time. So I, I, I'm struggling to to not ask you. Do you think they really mean it this time, Paul? Like did, did it, does it seem like it could be different this time? I don't think for one second I think that way. <laughs> I, I think eventually maybe it might, and but we're not going to know. 
when that time is. You know, eventually they will change the team, change the coach, or this team will get it. There's three options here. When that happens, I don't know. Has it happened? Maybe. Am I counting on it? No. I've seen this for a year and a half now. So, um, you know, what has to be done to get there? I don't know. Is it Kevin Adams who's going to be patient and let it play itself out with these players? I don't know. I don't. I have my doubts about that, but I'm not saying never say never. Have Have they turned a corner here? I don't know. I've heard that a lot. We'll find out. That's all I'll say. But I'm not sitting here thinking that they have. Right. Because what what data do we have that tells us that they've turned a corner here other than they've beaten one team? Right. Which they've had pretty good success with the last eight times they've played them. They've beaten them six times. It, yeah. It, it is mind-numbing to me, Paul, that they, they've won two games in a row one time at the end of October into November. Like it, re- it really is. I mean, uh, terrible teams go on winning streaks <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. i i it, i just can't i it, it it really is mind-boggling i guess that that's the thing you're you're gonna need to see right at some point and let's all just hope it's still not too late i even feel like a loser saying that um well, well, bulldog like, what happened last night they got a big win and they're not any better off than they were all they did is keep pace right because the out-of-town scoreboard wasn't good to them so they're still seven points out of the playoffs but I guess you could say the good news is they're not nine where, where they would have been had they lost the game. So they had to win the game just to keep pace. And again, and I'm going to keep saying it, and I know people hate it because I say it all the time, there are six teams they got to get over. <laughs> right. It's not the points. If they're seven points behind in ninth place, the conversation is a 1,000% different. But they got to get past six teams. That's the hard part. And and some of those teams, I mean, it's Washington and it's Carolina and it's you know, it's just... and they all have games in hand on the safe. <laughs> right, and one of them doesn't. The the rest of them do. Right. Who's that? Tampa, maybe. Tampa. Tampa's the only one. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Saturday should be fun. Could be Rangers play tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. They're home. They don't have to travel, but they do play tonight against Edmonton. So... Who knows? The Oilers are the same way. Are they going to have a tough game against Edmonton, or are they going to have a laugher? Yeah. Well, Edmonton plays both. Yeah. I wonder what we should wish for here. I mean, Jonathan Quick has been lights out as the backup to Shesterkin, but you might guess Friday night here at home, Edmonton in town, Shesterkin gets tonight, and I doubt he would play back-to-back. Uh, I think he's done it if there's any guy in the league that, that maybe you would call on to do it, but I would well, bet let me ask you this, get Mr. Quick Goaltender tomorrow. Father. <laughs> what former Shesterkin was so upset after the last game he smashed his stick over the crossbar as he was leaving and then I think he slammed the glass as he left that's exactly what he did yes uh you know f- with a five to one loss does that motivate him to, if he's in in goal I mean if you get Shesterkin isn't he motivated to mm. play mm-hmm. he's an all-star goalie he's certainly capable of coming in and and playing lights out does that motivate him to play better does that motivate them to play quick tonight and you Shesterkin tomorrow against the Sabres, maybe? I, I don't <laughs> could, know. I, I wonder. Could. It could. Yeah. Well, and then after that, it's, what, a few days off, and then the Bruins, and then we just, you know, go on with it. So um, Yeah, there are no um, no practices allowed, you know, once they hit the holiday break. For those people who are wondering, I'll get to it real quick here, um, 
the, the Sabres are over the limit. They have 24 players. It's because of the holiday. You can't put people on waivers. So you can't say, well, you've got a healthy player and you can't activate them. So they do a lot. As long as you're under the salary cap, they activated both Greenway and Skinner going up to 24 players, and they are under the salary cap. And I'll bet that expires after the freeze. Yeah, right. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Once the freeze ends, when they come back from break, then they got to get back down to 23 players and they have to worry about if they got to waive somebody or whatever. But if people are wondering why they had 24 players, it's because of the holiday freeze and you can't put anybody on waivers. All right, Paul, sounds good. Thank you for this and, you know, com- coming in coming in early, basically, is what you did today. Yeah. Enjoy your football day today. I, football talk. I shall. I shall. Thank you for this, as always, and uh, enjoy the holiday, and we'll catch up soon. And enjoy your fantasy game. You're further along than I am. Oh, sure. Well, I got, I got 22 points from Olave last night, so, you know, I'm in great shape. <laughs> well, I'm not even in the top four, so good, good luck to you. I'll, I'll root for you. All right, thanks, Paul. There's Paul Hamilton on our Wester Hotline, and his appearances are always brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Relax Honda. Relax, we got this. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Are you buying at all? Uh, that something significant happened last night, or is this just another one of those positive blips? I can't lie. Saturday, I mean, there's a Bills game eventually on Saturday, but Saturday, 7 o'clock comes. Just like I said on Wednesday after I was so mad about what happened the previous night against Columbus, I will do it again. This is what what I do. I will turn the TV on at 7.07, and I will be sitting there going like, well, you know, maybe they put a couple together. They just keep. They just. They just never stops. But I'm. I'm not mad that they had a great night last night at all. I. I know. I. I don't mean to sound that way, but it's just. You know. It's a little conflicting. You know. Like you. You get this night. And you hope it means something, and you know. By the time another couple games go by, you realize mm, they did it again. Uh, anyway, where are you at on that? Eight oh three oh five fifty. We'll fire up some football conversation as we get going here on Friday as well. Football Friday presented by Tops Market. Score big savings and elevate your food game. We'll be back in a snap 
which is brought to you by Snapdragon Apples, the official apple of the Buffalo Bills. Mike Shope is away today. I am the Bulldog along with Zach Jones. Thanks for listening to WGR. I think that's growth. No matter what, if you're a coordinator for 20 years, you got to be growing your offense, developing. And if you try to do the same offense you do here, guys are going to figure that out. Just part of growth, regardless of having success or not. you got to find ways to just evolve. When offenses are having success, people are studying you. When defenses are having success, they're studying the defenses. And so, hey, how can you evolve so that you kind of stay ahead of the race? And so I think all coaches are just trying to develop. Please tell me that this is the first day you've been playing holiday-themed music bumps. Yes, this is. Rejoining the show? Okay. I would have felt really as though my uh, my attention span was severely lacking if I hadn't noticed. You've been playing like smooth jazz Christmas music as the show is relaunching. Just waiting for anyone to say anything. Completely completely numb to it. I don't don't even know. All right. Hey, glad to have you with us here on this Friday. I'm the Bulldog. uh, I'm I'm the Bulldog. Say your name. Uh, That was Joe Brady. Uh, talking about uh, you know the evolution of the offense and um, hey man he's um, he's done a real nice job so far so hopefully that can keep going uh, here on uh, on Saturday night in Los Angeles against the Chargers uh, I want to leave the the door open for anybody I mean we've had a, a couple of pretty uh, intense saber days here the last couple days anybody's got anything on last night. Um, uh, and moving forward, eight oh three oh five fifty. Like now is a now is a great time to get in. I'll I'll wrap about them a little bit more here, uh, and then probably shift the football uh, as we move towards four o'clock. Nate Geary will be my guest at four, and we'll get we'll get into uh, a lot of what we get into on the roundtable. Usually with Sal. Sal is unavailable today. It's part of the reason we got Nate to be on uh, in his place. Because Sal is uh, flying. Well, he's flying. He's flying. He's flying with the Bills. He's going across the country. That's how that goes. Uh, the Sabers. I, listen, I, I appreciate um, them having their coaches back. I, I'm not here to tell you that that is not genuine. Uh, I don't, I, I'm not skeptical about it. Uh, I mean, that's how they have sounded all along. And last night, I guess, sounded even more uh, like more dug in. I, I guess you know, it's it's so interesting to me when when guys talk about not paying attention, and at the same time. They're telling you that the noise around the team motivated them uh, to some extent. That that's basically what happened yesterday. Got to kick the noise out, but yet you've got guys saying they know that their coach was taking a lot of heat, so they wanted to come through for him. I mean, I don't know. Should should, should the coach have been taking heat right since the season started? Maybe this would all be different. I don't know. I don't want to get lost in that. Here's what I, what I do feel very strongly about. And it is something that that I have brought up numerous times, going back years here when Granado first took this job, right? He's got the job. He's breath of fresh air, offense, offense, offense. Let's find out what everybody's capable of. I, I You may know this speech. I feel like I've given it a dozen times already. Uh, but I'm, here goes one more try. Uh, offense, offense, offense. Find out what we're capable of. Don't worry. Don't don't be afraid of mistakes. Uh, we need to go, go, go. And they did that. And the whole time, I was sitting here going like that. That's great. I love it. I wonder when it changes because at some point the standings are going to matter, and you will be maybe more worried about 
mistakes leading to goals, leading to losses, leading to the standings not, you know, <laughs> not going your way. Uh, and when does that change and how effectively is that change implemented by the coach and how well do the players receive that change? And I think it took until really the midpoint of last year when they were in a playoff race and could not find their way. They, they, they lost a bunch of games. They, they ended up making it a close race again by the end of the year, but there was a, a, a patch there three-quarters of the way through last season where they just could not get it together. And it was the pressure, and it was mistakes, and it was not playing loose and free and all this. And so I, I, I've been wondering, like, would Granado be able to do both things, right? Could he be the guy that leads them to go, 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 just play to your offensive max and we'll figure out the rest? Would he be able to reel that back in effectively and get these guys to still play that way when it's called for and recognize when it's called for and pull back when it isn't? And that, I think, has been the 2023-24 Buffalo Sabres. Um, And last night, if it's significant for anything, is that you're not hearing, well, he's telling them how to play, and they sometimes do it. And they do it against the Rangers, and they do it against the Bruins, and uh, they do it against Las Vegas. But, you know, some of these other games, they don't quite do it, and they fall behind early, and they're chasing the game, and whatever. Um, Last night, when Lance Lasowski, thank you. I'm glad Paul was able to tell me, and people on Twitter informed me too. I, I just am not that familiar with Lance's um, how, how, how what it, what his speaking voice sounds like. Um, when he asked that question about are are you going to just going to go back to like last year and just try to press offensively and figure out you know whatever issues arise from that defensively as you go? And Granado said, "You nailed it. That is significant. That is different from what." has been said after these games all year long. And really even going back again into the playoff race last year is the consistent point from the coach from last year's playoff race through this year has been that balance and and finding how how to play and, and be effective doing, well, you know, what kind of music do you have? Both kinds, country and western. You can play offense and defense, you know, meld them together, and there you go. We'll see where this goes from here. I can't help but wonder if they waited too far into the season, if they are indeed making this departure, this this change in their tactics, not worrying as much about defense, freeing up these gifted offensive players, these very talented offensive players to just go, 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 go. Um, I I think that was called for two months ago when the season began. Um, I understand, you know, they weren't that far behind. You believe in what you're trying to do. I don't happen to buy any excuse about not having your full lineup. Like, to me, it's really – and it's because last year happened. Like, they were on this track to be more responsible defensively last year when they had their lineup, right? So Jack Quinn uh, suffers an Achilles injury in June, and you're telling me that that is what changed their philosophy? They, they, they can't play fast and free because they're missing 
a 20-year-old right winger? I, come on. I mean, that's, that is preposterous to me. They wanted to play a different way. What they've realized is that this group, the season is going down the drain, and they're not getting it. We're 34, 33 before last night, games in, and they, don't know how, they can't do it. They are, they are paralyzed by fear of the mistake. And I, I don't know, I, I don't want to be too hard on Granado, like blaming him for making them fearful. I think he's trying to make them into a well-rounded team that can do more than one thing well. And that's what a coach should be trying to do. But you also have to recognize when it isn't working. And I hope they didn't recognize it too late. I mean, it's, an, it's a nice confluence of events here that they got there, they got Quinn back, and now here we are, and they're going to try to play this way, or at least that's what they're saying. That's what the coach said. I mean, he confirmed it and, and elaborated. Um, so we'll see if, if that saves them, but they may be too far behind for it to matter. I mean, they, they may get some good results, and we may be feeling good about it, uh, like how they play. The games might get fun again, uh, but they got a lot of ground to make up already. So we'll see if they can do that. 803-0550 is the number. Anthony is first up this segment. Hi, thanks for calling, Anthony. You're on the air here on WGR. Hey, Bulldog, thanks for taking my call. I have a few points to make, so forgive me if I jump all over the place and I don't want to end on a negative note. I just wanted to say, first of all, that I think Hamilton is tremendous. He is so good at his job. He doesn't pull any punches. He's transparent. I always appreciate his commentary. Uh, That said, is... Does last night, not to be cynical, but does it show what this team is capable of? And maybe it lacks a little bit of motivation. And I wonder if, you know, their appreciation for the coach and maybe the friendship they have with him is partly responsible for that. I also just want to add, I think that Cousins' comment was right. I think this team does lack toughness. We seem to have to work really hard for our goals, and we give up these easy goals to our opponent because I think we lack toughness in front of the net. Finally, I just want to add, I think Darlene is incredible. He impresses me every single night. What a player he is. I hate to see us wasting his prime. Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate the call. Um, and I appreciate the, the compliment to Paul. I love Paul. I, I, really, I mean that. I don't say that flippantly. I've known him a long time and respected his work and enjoy uh, my friendship with him. Um, the, the, coach, the point on the coach, that, that sort of plays into – um, what I was just talking about here, because I think when he took over, like he's the, he's the, he's, he, he's the fun guy. He's fun coach guy, right? It's like I said, it's go, I don't get the whole speech again, right? It's go, 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 go. Find out how talented you are. Don't worry about mistakes. That you're a pro hockey player. You're any hockey player. Like that's your coach. You're like, man, I love this guy. <laughs> he just seems like, seem like it matters if we make mistakes. Let's just go play. And, you know, there was a lot of growth there. And a lot of guys have grown to the point where they got paid all caps here. And they owe Granado a lot for that. These guys have developed into stars in the NHL on his watch. And, look, a lot of these guys would, would maybe would have made it there anyway. Um but they're there, and they're there quickly. I mean, these are young, young hockey players. Darlene, Power, Cousins especially. Thompson's a little older than them, but still barely uh, that much older than them. So um, I think there's a, a, there's a, a relationship that I would expect to be like 
unique amongst coach-player relationships. And when that same guy now has to be really hard on you and push you, I think that that can be complicated. I just, I just think there's emotions wrapped up in there. The yes, everyone's a professional and they have a job to do, and they want. I'm sure they want to do the things he wants them to do, but somewhere in there, it might be human nature, especially for young young men, to be wondering like, what happened to the what happened to the good time good good guy coach? Like, where's where 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 good guy Donnie go? Um, and I think that 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 can muddy muddy things up. And I have been, as I've already laid out this segment, sort of concerned, sort of watching for that. Um, and, you know, I'll admit it's possible that there's some confirmation bias happening there. Like, I, I thought this could happen, and here's some evidence that supports that it might be happening, therefore it is happening. I'm not saying it is happening. I'm just saying it's something I've been worried about, just so we're clear. Um, I think it could be something that has held them back. And I, I don't know if it magically went away last night. I, I do think mostly, look, maybe if Samsonov isn't an absolute clown last night for Toronto in goal, the Sabres win this game anyway 4-3. to You know, maybe. maybe. They played well enough. But, boy, when goals start going in, like, we, I mean, the, the, first, the Greenway shot, my I I tweeted last night like what my actual with the sounds I actually made when that happened and people asked me if I was having a stroke because I was like I'm laughing and swearing and like oh my god we'll take it I I I could not believe that shot went in on an NHL goalie so um, you know they 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 caught they caught Toronto on a night when you know they were going to give up goals and that that helps a lot. Uh, certainly. 803-0550. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Anything on the Sabres is welcomed. Uh, we will, as I've said, sort of start shifting towards football as we move through the afternoon. Nate Geary, uh, host of the Overtime Show, which is the post-game show, 
um, on Bill's Games Days. Uh, Bill's Game Days, holy cow, will be with me at 4. Sam Monson, one of our uh, buddies from Pro Football Focus, will be with me at 5. That is the slate moving forward. But still time for your calls. If you're out there want to talk some hockey uh, before we segue into football, that would be cool by me. Again, 803-0550 is the number. Mike Shope is away today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. Good to have you with us on this uh, pre-Christmas Friday. 803-0550 is the number. Been talking Sabres this first hour, and uh, we'll try to squeeze in a few more phone calls here before we shift to football at the top of the hour with our Nate Geary. David is first up this segment. Hi, David. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, Bulldog. I just wanted to say I I enjoyed your take on Granado, except for the – it's assuming that he's uh, Lindy Ruff, Hammer of God coaching style, which I don't think he is. I, I, no, I definitely don't think he is. Yeah, so there has to be something a little more. I, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying in terms of the changeover. You know, the uh, in linguistics terms, they call it code switching. Mm-hmm. Right, know? sure. So I'm just not sure if that's it. If, and maybe he's not coming across the way the guys think he is instructing them. So I, it's just, to me, it's just a little baffling and the ups and downs. Yeah. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the game last night. And the first thing that popped in my head was calling you today and saying, uh, does Toronto fire their coach? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, Toronto needs to figure. Toronto needs to figure out their goaltending. Is what Toronto needs to figure out, David. I mean, that was to me that was as bad. I said this to Paul to start the show. That was as bad an NHL performance as I've seen. And it's like the goals, of course, but just everything. Like he he and he 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 admits it as much. Like he he's probably got to go to the minors or something. I don't know. Like they've got they've got injuries, um, so they might be stuck. But he is basically saying, I've never been mentally this screwed up. And as someone who has closely watched goalie play um, for like you know the, the last seven or eight years of my life, man, he looks like exactly what he's saying. Like he just does not, just does not have it right now. He is he's a mess. That Toronto goalie Samsonov. Derek is next up. Hi, Derek. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I just I, I just wanted to get your take. I just uh, tuned in, but um, just how does it make you feel? Because I'm very confused about this team right now. That they gave up nine on Tuesday, and then on Thursday they come out and score nine. Like, are these two just really fluky performances, or is this just more inconsistency like we've been seeing all year? Um, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. I, I think they're definitely fluky. I think anytime you give up nine goals in an NHL game, like, yeah, oh, oh, they quit. Oh, this. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's fluky. And the the nine to me, I, I, I already said a few minutes ago, um, you know, maybe give the Sabres credit. They they were they were quick. They played with pace. They were on the attack. They were good defensively. Maybe they win this game with competent Toronto goaltending anyways. But, I mean, the, they did not blow Toronto out of the building to a nine to three extent, the goaltending for Toronto was the reason that score ended up nine to three. 
I think there's no other, and and I I would hope that the Sabers themselves recognize that, because um, I I really think objectively speaking, I'm not trying to be hard on them, because I'm still mad about Tuesday or anything. Um, I think it's it's a fluky after fluky, and the fluke last night was more on the goaltending of Toronto than it was anything else. I would say. Thank you for the phone calls on the Sabers. Nice, refreshing. Hey, all right, yeah, we can breathe. Uh, we'll see what they do going forward here. They're in. New York to play the Rangers on Saturday, then a few days off, and then uh, Wednesday home against the Bruins. I wonder what the dog of the day for the Bruins game will be. There's Bruins have already been here. I got to check because I'm going to the I'm going to that game. I'm off and I'm going, and I, I got to get me a dog of the day. All right, let's uh, take a timeout. Nate Geary, uh, you hear him on pregame and postgame on Bills game days, rarely on the weekdays, but hey, we've got him coming up right after this. We'll get into the Bills and the Chargers, maybe even do some constructing of the game plan. We'll have to see how it goes with Nate after this. I'm the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.